This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, all you have to do is go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You have to do it on the show. If you want to win the contest, Sarah. This, that has nothing to do with winning get, the contest. You need to get as many people behind it as possible because no, I No, it doesn't. It's gonna be chance. There's nothing I want your dreams to come true. No, they're, you don't. They're gonna notice. You just want me to be embarrassed. They're gonna notice. What if what if Donnie is reading those lists right now? Donnie is not reading the I list. I love you, Donnie. My name's Sarah. I'm 33 from Portland, and I've been a big fan forever. See, I could even voice it for you. That's really what you think my voice sounds like. That's kind you of can go it, fuck yourself, you Greg. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here out of Portland, Oregon, five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Portland, Oregon, Greg. <laughs> on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And uh, then we are available via podcast all over the cyberwebs, wherever podcasts can be found. And I'm glad. You found us. All right. Um, so we've we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to get to here today. Uh, first off, just want to give our usual reminder. Don't forget to get your Fun Employment Radio sweatshirt. Not usual for very much longer. Not much longer. Mm-mm. Got uh, about a week and a half left. And you can go to funemploymentradio.com. There's a link right there on the front of the page. Pick up your sweatshirt. It's pre-order only. Once it's done, it's done. That design is being retired, and uh, that is why you need to get one now. They are mm. awesome sweatshirts, zip-up hoodies, and they're good for... So we're going to have like a second you know, like a second design at some point, but I mean, imagine so how old-school cool be, you're going to look. And who knows when that'll yeah, be. Yeah, I have no idea. No. We have no plans for it in the nope. immediate future. That's why you need to get it now. Mm-hmm. So uh, funemploymentradio.com, click on the sweatshirt link. All right, we've got so many things to get to today, but first off, I think we need to talk about this. Sarah, our own Sarah Dillon right here is attempting to enter into a contest. I didn't now, attempt to enter, little, I entered. She entered into a contest, and it's... Oops, it's, sorry, that was uh, my mic. It was... Uh, it's I didn't mean to distract from this topic in no way. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course, you know, she um, she was a little bit hesitant to bring it up, and she didn't want anybody to really know about it, but I think it's important, and Sarah, I want to be an advocate on your behalf that I believe you should win the chance to go... On the new kids, I wouldn't the win block. the chance, Greg. I would win. I would win the the opportunity, the opportunity right. to be able to the go. honor the honor. Thank you. That's the best word, Sarah. Why don't you explain what it is that you're enter- you've entered to win? And you're 33. Is that correct? I am 33. I'm going 33 to be 34 years, years young. Okay. this year. All right. So my friend Derek, uh, he alerted me to this contest that I didn't know um, was happening. He he wrote, put this on my page uh, yesterday afternoon, about four o'clock. And uh, he just put the link up, and the link says, fly on the NKOTB party plane. Now, for those who don't know, please explain what NKOTB is. NKOTB is new kids on the block. <laughs> new kids on the block who are apparently back together. They are. They, they've never really disbanded, Greg. I mean, they all had their other opportunities, but they've always, mm-hmm. in, deep in their hearts, They've uh, always known that that was, you know, kind of what they love to They've do. They've always been new kids, even though they're 50-something probably right mm-hmm. now. Maybe maybe older. I don't even know. So in their 50s, they are the new kids on they're the block n- I still. would say they're in their late 40s. 
<laughs> Maybe mid forties, mid to late forties. I'm going to okay. go with. All right. Yes. All right. And、uh, they're still. Hey, they're still selling out venues. Uh huh. They're still making the girls scream. <laughs> Now <laughs> adult women. Older, older, <laughs>、uh, yeah, I wouldn't call them girls. I don't think you can still call the fans <laughs> kids anymore. Maybe there are fans that are kids. I kind of doubt it. Only if they're hanging out with their mom and their their mothers are making them listen to it. Then maybe they're new kids on the block. Fans. You realize new kids is like classic rock for、uh, shitty would, classic rock. Yeah, shitty classic rock for for younger people. So. This opportunity, this this trip, I'm taking a look at it right now. So it says NKOTB Party Plane. Enter for a chance to win the ultimate NKOTB Vegas experience. And so, we already talked about this this morning, but I only talked about this because、uh, on our show on XRay.FM because everyone was watching the World Cup game, and I figured I could get away with nobody really listening to it. No, I listen. I don't to like、it. this, and I want to make sure everybody knows. So, Sarah, here's the here's the details. Southwest Airlines and New Kids on the Block are excited to give lucky fans—that could be you, Sarah—and a guest tickets on the NKOTB Party Plane. That's、uh, and if you want to search for it, it's hashtag NKOTB Party Plane. And you get to fly with the band this July for their exclusive engagement at the Axis, powered by Monster at Planet Hollywood. Now, when I、Walk. win this, do you think that Donnie, da-、uh, Danny, Joey, Jordan, and John are going to? That's the more comfortable、uh, order that I like to say、that's, them in. I mean, they listed them as Donnie, Joey, Jordan, Jonathan, and Danny. No. It's、oh. Donnie, Danny, Jordan,、uh, Joey, Jordan, John. Okay, all right. I don't, I don't know what you just said. It's okay. And so, you win the、uh, you win the chance to you get a flight to Vegas from Chicago. Okay, so you get flights to no, Chicago. No, no, no. I read these. No, I read this all very thoroughly. Okay. So yes, no matter you have to be within forty、uh, eight of the fifty United States of America. So okay. So you can't be in Alaska or Hawaii. You have to be like on the mainland. All right. Yes. Okay. So、uh, you can participate. You can enter one time,、mm-hmm. and they're only giving away one pair of tickets. Like, one pair. how cheap is this promotion, right? Well, they don't have that much money anymore. Let's be honest. <sighs> so you get to go to Chicago. And so what they do to- is they would fly me. I, I get to fly from Portland. You know, if and when I win. Let's just let's be honest. Now it's when I win.、Um, I'm gonna fly to Chicago where I meet、uh, Joey, Johnny,、uh, Joey, Donny, Joey, Jordan, John. And Danny,、mm-hmm. I said one of them twice. You're getting me flustered.、Um, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I know it's very exciting for you. I'm sure you're getting a little. You bit know what sucks、up. is that talking about this more and more is getting me excited about it, and it's just going to be that much more depressing when I don't win.、Mm-hmm. Because I've wanted to see, I, I've wanted to see them、uh, in Vegas, you know, for the past like few months, and I've been trying to save up money. But then you know, there's life that gets in the way. This music's so inspiring. This kind of reminds me of the the Hari Kondabolu joke about.、Um, <laughs> about Weezer being Weezer are the creepy ones still singing about high school with like really young fans being this old and calling yourself a new kid that's still kind of creepy it's、uh, in its own yeah、right. they should have changed it to like new men on the block <laughs> <laughs> old men old men on the block get off my lawn tour、uh, so <laughs> see that would be genius because people could totally be like oh look at them embracing their you know their age with grace and dignity nope so, they're still dancing around on like the Today Show to their old hits so we talked about this what do you think happens on the new Kids on the block party plane. What kind of partying do they do nowadays? I don't know. You know? I mean, I get to fly. So, like, basically, we're so partying. So, would you be like、we're, hanging out with them? Party. I hate the word partying because it's something that like old people say anyway. Like, oh yeah, oh, yeah we were totally partying. Like, what、right. does partying even mean?、Uh, that's like the fifties party cruise or、yeah. something that goes downtown. Well, right here, oldies like, like, party、oh, cruise. We're totally partying. Like for me, I just think like eighties versions, just like you know, coke off of boobs and let's just do this. Like, well, that's the kind of party that. that might be. You know, something. something I think that this is more of like a finger food party. 
I'm thinking there'll be lots of finger foods. I'm picturing a lot of naps on the plane. I'm picturing seltzer water. Yeah. Yep. A lot of naps. They'll all have their kids there on the plane oh, with gonna them. Oh, there are going to be so many kids. Yeah. Yep. Because it's a family-friendly band, of course. No, but this is their New Kids on the Block After Dark. Oh, so remember, it's, it's their not safe for not suitable for children tour. Okay, all right. Um, in the chat, the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live listener, uh, subscriber, uh, somebody by the name of someone's attractive cousin said, "Trying to feel up Twilight moms." That does kind of sound like maybe one of them. Which one of them do you think is still single and like trying to? None of them. Trying to bang the. They all have had very successful, fulfilling lives. Oh, have they? They really have. Yeah, Jonathan Knight uh, recently came out. He he is a beautiful uh, homosexual man. Okay. Uh, Danny, I believe, is in real estate. Of course he is. Yeah. Um, Jordan. Does he own a car dealership? I don't think it's a car dealership, but okay. he's in real estate. Uh, Donnie, of course, is uh, engaged to Jenny McCarthy. Right, yeah. Uh, he also has his show on on the television, the reality show. Uh, I believe it's called The Wahlburgers. Yes, you were bringing this up. So this has all of the Wahlberg family is involved in this? I believe so. I believe they're a kooky Boston family. And like Marky Mark's in it and everything? I think Marky Mark's in it as well. All right. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, I think, is just pretty much just still being creepy. Okay. Joey, I know. No, this is what I know about Joey. When Nuka's on the block, we're getting back together. Oh, is this inside dirt? There is some inside gossip. What is the right gossip now. about um, Joey? Let me tell you. So... Uh, so uh, Danny, Donnie... It's new kids talk on Full Employment Radio. Com. Danny, Donnie, Jordan, and John were all totally in. They're just like, all chips in. Let's do this. Right. Let's get back. Let's get the we're, boys back together. We're poor. His real estate business is going so Let's get the so boys well. back together. We can inspire a whole new generation or uh-huh. be really weird and keep inspiring a 30-something generation sure. that grew up on us. Right. But the one stick in the mud was Joey McIntyre. Really? Now, Joey was a little hesitant to go what, back. What was he hesitant about? He was hesitant with his burgeoning, I don't know what the fuck he's been doing for 20 years. So whatever he's been doing, he was busy with that. And he's like, you guys, I don't think I feel comfortable revisiting News on the Block. Uh-huh. And so that's why it was kind of put on hiatus for a while, because they tried to work to bring the band back together for right. a couple of years. And Joey was the only one that wouldn't sign off until maybe he started to see those dollar signs. And uh-huh. he's like, there are lots of 30-something women who want to go. Right. And they've got, they've got money now. Mm, some yeah. some some of them do. Right, some of them don't. Maybe not all of them. Maybe not all of them. Yes, that doesn't make their love any less. No, no, not at all. And so Joey finally signed on the dotted line, and lo and behold, New Kids on the Block were back together. Wow, wow. I don't even know what I was talking about. Well, so Sarah, to enter this contest, <laughs> here is where we need your help, listeners, to help out. We Sarah. don't need anybody's help. <laughs> at facebook.com slash nkotb. Look how much free promotion they're getting. Uh, NK nkotb. There is a picture of the of the group of five of them posing in some kind of a lounge with a piano. Well, they have casual, to have a piano in order to sing their songs. Just casually hanging out for the party plane. Keelan said this is making me sad. <laughs> hey, I am. So, I think if you fully embrace anything, if you just put yourself out there, I don't think there's anything sad about that. It doesn't sound like they're fully embracing it. No, I'm talking about me. Oh, okay. I'm embracing the fact that I want to win this contest and yeah. I want to go to Vegas and I want... To see them see, perform. Boy, boys to men, they seem... Because our friend Ryan went to that show in Vegas, and he said they embrace it. They know. And they had a good time and like joked about it and joked about themselves. That sounds awesome. I don't see New Kids on the Block joking about it. They are themselves. totally joking about I it. I think they take it very seriously. They don't take it seriously. Too seriously. Too seriously. Um, so you to win this, you need to leave comments on the picture. I'll read a couple now of the other... Now being mean to me. Now I feel stupid about talking about this. No, don't feel, don't feel stupid. I just want to win. Uh, do you want me to see what... Uh, I can take a look here at what some of the other comments have been. Um, let's okay. see here. We've got what other people have written. 
I also uh, liked the uh, the airline page that was uh, that wasn't a requirement, but I'm just like when they're p- looking for winners and they want to see like so you think who, you're who fully going, supports them. You're going the extra mile. I went the extra mile. You're going the extra mile. I kind of want to post on my page too and be like, I love your airline. Uh, Kelly Buchwald, uh, well, I'll just say her name because she's on here. I was talking about the song Popsicle. OMG, my favorite song. He finally sang it at the concert in Irvine, California, and I got it on video, LMAO. Did you use some LMAOs and OMGs? No. Trying to seem hip with the kids? No. Which it just seems forced with a lot of these people. Well, I mean, I'm not hip with the kids. New Kids on the Block aren't hip with the kids. Um, Christy wrote, listen up, everybody. If you want to take a chance, just get on the floor and do the New Kids dance. Oh, yeah. Is that is that a lyric? Just get on the floor and do the New Kids dance. Oh, what is that from? Is that from uh, The Right Stuff? I think so. Well, Sarah, you, in fact, did leave a comment on here. In order to try to win this. Now, when Sarah posted this, as I found out today, she hit it well, let so me that tell other you, people wouldn't be able to see her comments. Let me tell you guys friends. how you can enter this contest. So you just go to the, the Southwest Airlines Facebook page, and then you write your favorite New Kids on the Block lyric under the posting for the hashtag NKOTB. Party plane. I would totally get a spray tan if I got on the party plane. Of course you would. I'd probably try to figure out how to walk in high heels. Would you like dress all like slutty? Probably not the new slutty. Kids? Maybe I'd wear my. Um, no, I wouldn't wear my buttons. Your new kids' buttons? <laughs> would you wear your new kids' shirt and then? Uh, I do have a new kids' t-shirt and I have a sweatshirt. A sweatshirt that you gave me That's right. for my I got, birthday yeah, yeah. a few years ago, That's which right. is awesome. All right, Sarah. So let's take a let's take a look here. What uh, would you like to read? I can't find mine, honestly. I can't find it. Oh, come on now. I can't. Oh, come on now. Let's not let's not go down this Greg, route. Greg, I really can't. Like 10,000 people have applied for this goddamn contest. I think that we can find I think we can find what you wrote on here. Sarah. Greg, I'm not trying to be like flip. I'm trying to find this. Um Mine's buried so deep in there. I'm never going to get picked. Oh, there it is. I'll read somebody else's here. Christine wrote, these are the days... Are you going to read Jessica Benilla's? The foster woman? uh, Copy it and send it to me, and I will read it. it. It's like if they're going through... So new kids themselves are going to be going through all of these. I don't think new kids are. It doesn't really specify in the rules. They have nothing else going on. Shut up. (laughs) All right, so the prize... I should get back in touch with that publicist. I tried to get him on years ago. I'm sure they'll like this show. Um... All right, so it says, on or about June 30th, a random drawing from all eligible entries received during the entry period will be conducted by sponsor. So I'm assuming that's Southwest Airlines. Sponsors' decisions are final on matters relating to this sweepstakes. So it's all up to Southwest Airlines, I guess. Okay. So the so Donnie doesn't have any say in it. I'm sure they could. There's the chance, though. They'll probably read them. Yeah, if they read them though, like this, I was talking about her earlier. Like, if this really happened to her, like I'm, I don't mean to sound like an asshole. For for what are you talking about? For what about for one of the comments? So people can write like their story, like they're writing their like song lyrics and such, like mm-hmm. in, in you know, like what Nukas on the Block meant to them. Mm-hmm. And this woman by the name of Jessica Vanilla, she's totally going to beat me because she has a compelling story. About growing up in a foster family 
and how new kids on the block were the only thing that helped get her through. <laughs> I shit you not, I this mean, is her post. Okay, yes, if that's real, fine. I highly doubt that's real. But go ahead and read. What, what did she Jessica write? says, I was seven years old and just placed with my foster family in Detroit. I had just met my two older foster sisters to break the ice. They asked me if I liked new kids on the block. I'd never heard them before then. They popped in a tape and I'll be loving you forever came on, which is this song that's playing right now. I immediately thought of my mom and started crying. When my mom got us back, it was the first song I played at home. It has been an NKOTB love affair since then. There's no fucking way I will beat that. Well, Sarah, let's let's hear what yours is. Do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? I'm not going to read it. All right. Why don't you copy it and paste it here uh, for me? No. Sarah, we want you to win this contest. Do you want to be on the party plane or not? I do want to be on the party plane. Well, if you plane. want to be on the party plane, then you have to you have Nobody to suck can it do, up. get me on the party plane except for somebody that works for Southwest Airlines. And I don't know anybody that works for Southwest Airlines. Well, let's, let's here we go. <clears throat> this is Sarah X. Dillon, 33 years old, from Portland, Oregon. Here is what Sarah wrote. Oh, God damn it. This is actually what she wrote on the post to this win is... tickets to the new kids on the block party plane. Many people are happy, and many people are sad. Some people have many things that others can only wish they had. It's true. So for the sake of the children, show them love's the only way to go. Gotta love the children. It's very important. Because they are tomorrow, and people, they've got to know. And then she adds, this song was a huge hit on the radio when my dad was away serving in the Persian Gulf War. Still love it. Sarah X. Dillon. <laughs> is my face red? It feels red. Yeah, it's very red right now. It is very red right now. So for the sake of the children, it was show them song. love's this the only way to go. The children. It was a very important song. Oh. I'm going to find it. But I mean, like that really. My dad really was serving in the Persian Gulf War, and then I didn't. Yeah, I, didn't I mean, see you, him, and that was a big radio hit. Remember when you gave me the the questionnaire about New Kids on the Block and asked me which one was the biggest hit in 1991? And I said this one's for the children. Right? Yeah. That no, was that. I'm I'm not doubting your New Kids on the Block knowledge at all. But the thing is, you're comparing with a dad who was serving the Persian Gulf War, and you're going up against a foster kid. I know. Foster kids are tough to go up but against. But New Kids on the Block really did help get me through a really scary time when my dad was, you know, gone, and I didn't get to see him at all. Oh no, I I know. I know. No, Here I know. It is. This is a very serious message. <laughs> so all of you, please listen. Then why are you using that voice if it's a serious message? That's his voice, Greg. This is a very it. serious message. They're all clapping and sitting on stools uh, around a piano, which you know is serious. Because if they're sitting on stools... That makes it serious. It's lots of pictures of children. There are some people <laughs> living in this world. They have no food to eat. Do you want to film a video? No place to go. But we are God's children. We have to learn to love one another. See, listen to this message of positivity. I love this song. We are our brothers. All brothers. Oh. Not trying to darken up your day. Oh, God, I am so embarrassed. This one's 
<laughs> Donnie has a really sweet rat tail in this too. The doll that I had of him, I had the new kids on the block doll. Can we? And then let's stop talking about this. What the fuck? Why are we talking about this? Because you want to win the contest to be on the party plane. Oh my god! But my Donnie Wahlberg doll. I'm just gonna say this. For, this is the last thing we're gonna my say about Donnie this. My Donnie Wahlberg doll. My Donnie Wahlberg doll. Like a lot of boy dolls, like they have like you know plastic hair. Except for he had a real doll hair rat tail that came out of the back of his head. So his head was pl- like the hair on his head was plastic, but then they put a little sprig. They, they glued a on a rat no, tail? No, it was inside. It, they had his rat tail and it stuck out. Did it grow as you It didn't kept grow. All right, yes, yeah, so that's it. Uh, Vicky in the chat says, I have never heard this song. I guess I'm musically challenged. I would say you're, you're, you're quite lucky. Consider yourself lucky, Vicky. <laughs> Well, thank you, new kids. And Sarah, people can go there and like your comment. I almost feel like I want to cry. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> Whatever. I like what I like. You won't be embarrassed when you're on the NKOTV party plane. I won't be embarrassed when I'm on the party whooping plane. It up. You whooping think they say it whooping it up a lot? Hey, we're going to whoop it up I'll ask him gr- for an hey, acapella girl. version of Dirty Dog. Oh, God. <laughs> that, that shit's some of the worst stuff I've ever heard. I honestly, I want to know what the NKOTV party plane looks like I do too I want to know what happens on that because I guarantee it's so boring it is going to be why so why are you saying it's boring. so boring because they'll sit there with their kids half of them will be in the back napping and we'll never see them maybe one of them will come out it should the guy just who's be the enough realist- that I know that we're on the same plane the guy that's the real estate agent will come out and say hi and then he'll set his kids down with you he's always the least desirable Dan- uh, Danny Mm-mm. he'll turn you into a babysitter and then make you watch like uh, some movie with the kids do I get to watch all of their old like, Be like step oh, yeah, step kids videos. are gonna watch uh, SpongeBob. You uh, hang out with them. Here's a here's a free uh, fruit plate. This is New Kids on the Block. Dirty dog. Can you hear how hip they are? Kind of sounds like Keelan King's music. Listen to how funky they are. Oh, oh this my is God. so embarrassing. You know when we make fun of Scott Daly when he talks about how funky things are? I was being facetious. This I don't I never listened to this part. Like I was too old at this point. Okay, that's terrible. Like I wish I hadn't I'm just gonna pretend like that doesn't exist and I just wanna think about this one's for the children. Oh, it exists. <laughs> All right. Well, Sarah, I hope you. I hope the best for you. Thanks. Uh, you know, maybe you can do a live report from the, from the party plane <laughs> when you're when you're whooping it up. People are really. Do you, just think about it. Anyone who's commenting about the fact that they really think that I'm comparing Keelan's music to New Kids on the Block, Dirty Dog, just really think about that. <laughs> just, just give it a thought and then think if I'm serious or not. <laughs> All right, well... Okay, now that's done. Let's not talk about that anymore. Okay. This is just embarrassing, and nothing's ever going to come of it, and that's just going to be the worst about it, because this podcast is going to exist forever, and then I would have never won, and then I'm just going to be the sad 33-year-old who tried by writing lyrics on a Facebook page to win tickets to go on the NKOTV party plane. That is the saddest thing ever. You and thousands of other sad... Thousands. There are, there are thousands of us out mid-30s there. Mid-30s to early 50s age women mm-hmm. who are very upset. Very, very upset. Well, we, we wish you the best of luck, Sarah. Oh, thanks, Greg. We do. Oh, thank you for that. All right. Can we do something else, please? Yes, we can do something else. What? What do you, you want to do? <laughs>
I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time getting over this. That's a tough act to follow. That is a tough act to follow. Is it? Uh, it is indeed. Well, maybe, maybe should we just go straight to some world of crazy and then, uh, and then come back, come back into something else? Or I can do ball talk if you'd like. We can change up the. No, uh, I'll do some world of crazy. Because <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Because I was off when I woke up today, and this has brightened my day knowing that you're entering this. Entered. I had a weird dream. You had a weird dream. Yeah, another one of those weird all night dreams. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you about it here in a minute. And then maybe I'll ask what you think of it. Jasmine in the chat says, This one's for the children, makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Keelan, please make a song called Dirty Dog. But it's not D O G, it's D A W G. All right? Get it right. What am I looking at? All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, you guys. First up. Oh, yes. I forgot about this story. I found it earlier today before I had my coffee. It's like pre-coffee, post-coffee. Okay. Okay. First up, Kim Jong-un. An or un? Un. Un? Yeah. I've heard it said both ways. Yeah, whatever. Who All right, cares? I'll say un. Uh, you don't worry about I don't give a his fuck, name. exactly. Yeah. Kim Jong Balls. Yeah. Kim Jong Balls. Kim Jong Balls. Isn't too pleased. I know we talked about this earlier, but there's an update. So he is not too pleased with James Franco and Seth Rogen. Now, we talked about this earlier this week. Uh, of course, James Franco and Seth Rogen are set to star in the upcoming film, The Interview, in which they play uh, a part where they're recruited by the CIA to assassinate. Kim Jong Balls. Yeah, I looked this up. So James Franco plays a reporter who gets like an opportunity to go to North Korea and interview him. Seth Rogen is his producer. Mm-hmm. The CIA, who I guess is Lizzie Kaplan, approaches them and yeah, asks them to kill Kim Jong Un. Yes. Over there. So, uh, so this is you know a comedy that's coming out. However, Kim Jong Balls and his administration aren't too pleased with this new Kim Jong Balls. I mean, sorry. That's all right. I mean, don't don't Kim be Jong-Balls. disrespectful, Greg. Yeah. Now, a North Korea spokesman was quoted. Well, of course, not spokeswoman. Spokesman was uh, quoted by their news agency saying the release of an upcoming Hollywood movie that revolves around the assassination attempt of Kim Jong Balls would be considered a quote act of war. <laughs> act of war. The spokesman continued to say making and releasing a movie on a plot to hurt our top level leadership is the most blatant act of terrorism and war, and will absolutely not be tolerated. James Franco is pretty intimidating. Well, they take this stuff very Secret seriously. Secret weapons all along. Well, yes. Well, so this, uh, so North Korea has issued its threat about an act of war. <laughs> so this movie's happening in October, so I guess we'll just see if... Uh, in the meantime, it's the greatest publicity ever. possible that they could ever get. You know they are so happy, Seth, Seth Rogen and James Franco. Oh, yeah. they got to be ecstatic about this. No, I saw Seth Rogen post something about how he'd be more than happy to sim- send uh, Kim Jong-Bal's, uh, like, a copy of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was just totally baiting him. Oh, hell like, yeah. what is he actually going to do? But at the same time, it is kind of terrible because he's, like, the most horrible person on the planet. Well, you know, don't ever go to North Korea. Yeah, but just stay here. Yeah, there's a million reasons not to ever go to North Korea. Mm-mm. Don't ever go to North Korea. If they really wanted to do something, they could do a publicity thing at the uh, at the DMZ zone. But next up, so we've been talking a little bit about flights today. Of course, you know the hashtag NKOTB party plane. Yes, which Sarek still in this entered to win. 
I just wish it was like June 29th already so that I would know that I didn't win and so I'd like stop having this little sliver of excitement in the back of my head. It's heating you up, isn't it? A man who hadn't gone on vacation for two years, so this is where the airplane thing ties in. A man who hadn't gone on vacation for two years, who had saved up all of his airline miles to travel, is suing British Airways after a booking mistake landed him in Granada in the Caribbean instead of Granada, Spain. Granada instead of Granada? Yeah, Granada instead of Granada. So he ended up in Granada in the Caribbean instead of Granada in Spain. So this man's, I mean, you say I'm pretty much both the same, but yeah. Yeah. So it's, a little, it's one vowel. It's a vowel. So Edward Gamson uh, said that he told the British Airways booker that he wanted to go to Spain when he was purchasing his tickets. And he didn't notice the error on his ticket because it didn't have an, air, uh, an airport coat or the flight duration or location printed on it. So apparently this guy only learned that he was headed to the tiny island nation after his connecting flight in London was in the air and the flight map showed that his plane was flying west. So where was he from? He was from... Obviously not from the U.S. then. No, he was, he was from the U.S., but he was flying out of... Let's see. Well, he was taking his connecting flight in London, so I don't know if he flew from the U.S. It doesn't say where he's that from. That wouldn't make sense to fly to, the U, fly to London to go to Granada in the Caribbean if you're coming from the U.S. Sorry, it doesn't matter. Yeah, stop being so oddly specific. So, well, no, I'm just saying, uh, logistically, if you look at the map, it's just... It but it wouldn't make sense to be going to Granada, Spain? If he was in Europe, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. that's where no, he that thought would, he was going. Yeah. But then the, he took, when there was a layover in London, right. then it was Granada mm-hmm. in the Caribbean. Okay. So uh, so this guy is irate because they only figured out mid-flight. And, of course, they can turn the plane around at that point, so they ended up in Granada. Uh, so Edward Gamson says he wasted 375,000 frequent flyer miles for the trip and was only wow. offered $376 for him and his wife and 50,000 miles for their trouble. So even though he was booked on the wrong flight, they're only offering him 50,000 miles. I mean, I guess you got to read the details. I kind of find it hard to believe he wouldn't be able to figure that out in some way. Yeah, like I don't Like, even know. just looking online, wouldn't you look to see when you arrive at your destination? Because it's not just going to say Granada. It's going to say Spain or the name of the airport and wherever you fly into. I mean... Yeah, because it didn't... Well, he said that it that didn't have an airport code or a flight duration printed on it. Yeah, well, I would look that up. Myself, if that yeah, were yourself, me. Yourself, Greg. You're not Edward Gamson, okay? If I were spending 375,000 miles, I would have probably double checked that. Well, he's now suing uh, British Airways for $34,000 to come. Uh, okay, it's, uh, uh, sorry, real quick. Uh, John in the chat said he was trying to fly from America to London, then stop over to Spain as a side trip. Okay, so he was flying to London then. Okay, yeah, all right. Okay. So he's now suing the airline for $34,000 to cover the cost of uh, pre booked hotels, trains, and other tours. Uh, British Airways has thus far declined to comment. <laughs> well, double check that stuff. <laughs> Always double check it. Next up, a Michigan man is facing felony charges for allegedly trying to hurl a football that he had cut open, emptied out the insides, and stuffed with heroin and cell phones into a state prison yard. <laughs> yes, this man hopped out of a vehicle and heaved the football, which landed short between two security fences at a state prison in Jackson, Michigan. Uh, so it never made it to its destination. But I can throw a football over that mountain. So people were speculating about why the football fell short. Uh, so one of the prison guards said, 
uh, from where he was throwing, it would not have been that difficult to throw it into the prison, but I guess you don't know how heavy it was with the heroin and the cell phone chargers. <laughs> After the football had been sliced open, they found it was stuffed with drugs, phones, and phone chargers. Uh, the man who threw this... <laughs> identified as the spindly, weak-armed Kristen Sterling Moore of Detroit, (laughs) was charged with furnishing contraband and cell phone to prisoners. Now, a prisoner apprehended the (laughs) would-be... They're trying to joke here. The would-be quarterback and the driver after seeing him toss the football and turn them over into Michigan State Police. So now he gets to... Hang out with his friends. He gets to join in, them. In prison instead well, of having to like try and smuggle them contraband. That's good. I mean, I guess that's one way to try to do it. I wonder how often that actually works. You think that's his, the first time that that's been attempted? I, I'm i assuming it probably hasn't. It probably isn't. Yeah. I mean, because you can throw stuff over the fence, and well, yeah, but I would think. I mean, I don't see how you would think, though, you would actually get away with it, unless, unless they have. Because don't they have guards watching that stuff? If, you, if it's that easy to throw things into a prison? I don't know, Aaron would probably be the one to ask about that because his family, you know, because he has so many relatives that have worked in the Oh, yeah, system. yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We should we should ask him that. All right. We can figure it out. Okay. Because right now we're just going to be sitting here talking at each other and neither of us know the answer. That's true. Okay. So that's a Michigan man. Michigan man to a Florida man out of Bradenton, Florida. Detectives have arrested a Florida man that says he accessed his neighbor's adjoining apartment through the ceiling to steal items from her home. That's creepy. Yeah. Through the ceiling. Somehow. So this guy is 33-year-old Florida man Michael Hearns. He was arrested on Monday and charged with burglary. So according to the uh, Manatee County Sheriff's Office, the victim, whose name is Jennifer Lopez. Is it really? It's not the celebrity. Oh, But okay. her name is Jennifer Lopez. You know, she's recently divorced. Who? Jennifer Lopez. She's been divorced for a long time. Oh, I just saw a news thing about it. With, uh, with, you know, Mark... Uh, I was just going to make a name? really bad pun about something we were talking about earlier. Being behind the times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you should have gone for it. No. Um, no. All right, so Jennifer Lopez and her son heard oh, sounds... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and her son heard sounds coming from the attic in their apartment last week and later noticed that there were tools and undergarments missing from the apartment. The son also noticed that their next door neighbor, again, 33 year old Michael was, Hearns, was wearing her underpants and was walking wearing around his underpants on his head. No. With a hacksaw. <laughs> the son also noted that, noticed that the neighbor, uh, Hearns, was standing on his balcony, which was right next to theirs so they could see him, shaking dust off himself. Hennifer Lopez then got concerned and called the sheriff's office. Now, investigators called, uh, contacted Hearns and met with him on Monday, where he admitted to climbing through the attic getting into their apartment and taking whatever he could reach through the ceiling. Ugh. He also admitted that he fell through his own ceiling upon returning to the apartment. Now, he said that he's not usually like this, but he blames the incident uh, on a mixture of diet pills, marijuana, alcohol, and Red Bull. That doesn't seem like the kind of thing that would make you steal if you weren't normally prone to steal. You may be a little goofy, but I don't, I, I don't think you can really bring blame uh, Red Bull and marijuana. For uh, for a propensity to steal things, mm-hmm. I took too also, many diet pills. So I he, need to steal shit. So he took the unders. He took the underoos. He took the unders. What and was he, he gonna the do tools. with them? I don't know. I what am I? A guy crawling through the ceiling stealing Jennifer Lopez's underwear? I don't know. No. Can he sell that on eBay? Do people buy used underwear? That's true because he wouldn't be lying. Because he'd be like, "Hey, I have Jennifer Lopez's authentic." Underwear. Oh, it's true. There you go. Maybe that's it. 
That's like that group, uh, that um, musical group where they call themselves the original artists. So you can, it's this thing. So like, they're actually, I, I found a record of them. Uh, actually, they're they're a group that exists. But they do a bunch of uh, cover songs. Uh huh. But on the on the cover, it says uh, songs by the original artists. So <laughs> is it, that real? Yeah. There's no. a band that calls themselves yeah, that. Yeah, the original. That's artists. kind of genius. It was pretty damn genius. I was. I was like, That's, and I'm like, oh, this is a neat compilation. It has so many people on. I'm like, oh, it isn't them. It's the original <laughs> artists, the band. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. All right, and this last one. Yep, there we go. Somebody just posted it in the chat. 20 Fantastic Hits by the Original Artists. That's great. <laughs> That's great. All right, and finally, I thought this story was very interesting because this is something that I actually do. Like, I mean, I will actually use this website because it's something that that I don't like seeing and I know a lot of other people don't. So, uh, you know, we all go to movies. We watch movies. And we can all handle... Sure. Sarah, I go to movies. Oh, my gosh. movies, too. Greg, I go to movies, How relatable. Too. I feel like I'm a lot closer to you now. So we all like going to movies. Unless you don't. How about you guys out there? Do you ever go to watch movies? Hey. Let's post that on Facebook. Hey see, guys. If we get some, see if we get some traction. Let's get some real clicks on yeah. there. Let's get some click love. Yeah. Click there was a time machine open in Portland a month ago. Here's what was in it. You're an idiot. Sorry. Now, of course, we can all watch all these movies. Like, you can watch some pretty horrific shit and not be bothered by it. Am I correct? Like, you can watch, like, apocalyptic movies or, like, you know, like, like serial killers and stuff. And that doesn't really dismay you to the point where you're like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to want to watch that because it has, like, you know, m- hundreds of humans getting murdered. Um, sometimes. Yeah. On occasion, there's movies. I will not watch um, Hostel. I've never seen Hostel. I don't want to watch Hostel. I've heard about it. But... When I've traveled before, I've stayed in hostels. I don't want that in my mind. Mm-hmm. So I won't watch that one. Human Centipede. We'll not watch that. I won't watch that either. Because Box- I just have no interest in it. By the way, Boxing Helena, one of the most fucked up movies I've ever seen. I've too. That's always wanted to watch that. Oh, it's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, it's messed up. Yeah, Hostel's pretty mad, pretty terrible. The Strangers still is the most fucked up movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Uh-uh. It was, uh, I still have dreams about it. All right, so that being said, basically a lot of us can handle a lot of stuff in our movie watching. But sure. there's one thing... That gets to most people that you don't want to see on the screen. And I have actively avoided movies or, like, I've seen a movie and never rewatched it again because it's a line that I don't like to see crossed. And what I'm talking about in movies is when there's a dog in a movie that dies. Oh. Like, uh, a la, like, I Am Legend. Yeah, uh, that's just what I was going to say. Yeah, Yeah. I Am Legend, that one. Like, like Marley and Me or whatever those... I haven't watched Marley and Me. I never watched it because... I knew that the dog died. And I'm like, oh. so get this. So this is such a this is such a thing that so many people do. It's it's kind of funny in our society. Like you can watch humans being killed, but like a you know an acting dog on mm-hmm. screen, right? Nobody can handle that. Yeah. So there's this website that exists out there that's just been launched. It's called DoesTheDogDie.com. Mm. And hey. a dog next door just howled. Did you hear that? That was kind of weird. That yes. was weird. That probably didn't come through on the microphone. All right, so so this, this is a website that is completely committed to letting moviegoers know if there's an animal in the movie that dies in the movie. Oh, like, not wow. in real life, but, you know, yeah. like, the character of the dog in the movie. So it's this website, doesthedogdie.com. So it's for, you know, pet-loving movie folks. Uh, so it lists hundreds of films that feature animals in them, mostly dogs, but it has, you know, like cats or hamsters or whatever, too. <laughs> so the site then lets the user know if the dog dies, 
if it suffers an injury or if it successfully makes it through the movie unscathed. <laughs> so it has um, hundreds of them on there right now. So they have uh, classics such as Old Yeller and The Wizard of Oz. Uh, there's also, <laughs> I didn't know this was a movie, Chud 2, Bud the Chud. Apparently was a Chud dog. Isn't it C, it's an ac- an ac- Cannibalistic acronym, humanoid underground dwellers. Yes. Yes, there you go. Mm-hmm. I can't speak. I'm glad you could do that. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, so it has, uh, let's see. I saw this. It has, like, over 600 movies on it so far where you can go and check it. Like, if you're, like, one, you know, getting ready to watch a movie with someone. And you're just like, hey, I don't want to cry. Because I was crying like a fucking baby during I Am Legend. Oh, yeah, that was a tough scene. It was yeah. awful. Yeah, when he had to, like, ooh. The end yeah. of the world, and, like, he, that's his only companion. Oh, mm-hmm. God. I'm, like, sitting in the theater sobbing, even though all of humanity has ceased to exist. Right. And one acting dog. I'm sitting Millions in a blubbering of people are dead. mess. Millions of people are dead. Yeah. Yeah, no, billions of people are dead. So there you go, guys, if you ever wanted to know that. Doesthedogdie.com. Doesthedogdie.com. Right. <laughs> Which is I'm going to be using, honestly. <laughs> All right, there you have it. There is your second for the day, World of Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right, there. I really don't want to talk about what happened last night. Do it. But it is kind of embarrassing. Well, two things. Since I did tease this, I did have a. Um, the reason I'm a little bit off today is what, one. I had a kind of a crazy dream. It was it was one of those dreams, another one of those ones that lasts all night, but it revolved around this debate, this dispute that I had that lasted all night long. Nothing else happened in this movie, but it was so real. It was so ridiculous. All right, so here's what it was. In my dream last night, I was at a casino, and I was playing blackjack, which Ooh. I don't normally gamble. I'm not a big blackjack player. I can't player, see you being like a card player. Uh, I'll play blackjack a little bit. That's about the only card game I'll play because it's okay. the only one. At least I understand it's basic. And so I was at at this casino, uh, presumably in Vegas, and I was dealt a nine and an ace. And so you know, so I had ten. Or, no, it's this specific of a dream. So you know, you either have ten or twenty. You're not going to hit on that. You don't hit on that. And uh, the car, the guy came around, the dealer, and he handed me an eight and a seven said oh well you busted and took away my cards and all my money that i bet and i disputed it and i was like no i didn't say hit and you gave me two cards this is ridiculous i want to file a complaint and then the whole dream was just an argument back and forth with him and then I had that to is get the, the most manner. boring dream i've ever it heard. was ridiculous and i woke up and i was angry about it i woke up feeling like i got cheated and i was very upset about it that yes. was a dream i don't know why I don't know why. Okay, that was the dream. That was the, that was the reference. The other thing, though, that I was gonna, that I was gonna, that I was gonna talk about is uh, only because you told the only because you told the new story. I'm feeling uh, yeah. All right. Well, here's no, I, something I that actually so, happened like, to I me. I feel too vulnerable now. Well, here's something that I did last night that might make you feel better. Okay. So, as we all know, you know, Fun Employment Radio is our full time job. We do this five days a week. We run the business on the side and all that stuff. But then, of course, Sarah and I do have our side jobs. Side jobs. And one of my side jobs is working at the Portland Art Museum. I probably shouldn't tell this story, but I'm going to anyway. And last night, so I work at the events, in this event side of it. And I was assigned to work in the executive 
uh, offices. Which no, Greg's is, like wiggling his hands. No, it's like, like it's very, on the fourth like, floor. So well, it's no, not what, no, it's a it, it it's is. It's not it's, what common people eyes get to see. No, nobody. I've never been up there before. I was only up Ooh. there. Well, whatever. I mean, it's it's the fancy, the very fancy private section where I think that's cool. People. I'd want to yeah. see that. Oh no, it was cool. I was excited yeah. to see it. But I was up there for a special event. They were having like this board of trustees, like the people who donate a lot of money to keep the art museum going, mm-hmm. the rich people. And they had a special viewing of the museum. So there's a special door they can open that opens into the museum. But you have to have a guard there on both sides and all these alarms because it's, you know, it's direct access to the museum. Long story short, it was my job basically just to stand there for the, for the night. And when it was done, they were having a very fancy dinner. Right in the next room, next to me, discussing important things. I bet it things. smelled delicious. It did smell delicious. Was I got it kind to, of torture when you were sitting there, just like I hope they have leftovers? I got to have a little bit of it because <gasps> I made friends with the caterers. Always make friends with the caterers. Yep. That is number one lesson: be nice to the caterers. Always be friends. That's with like them. working in a restaurant or a bar or anything. Like always befriend the kitchen staff. Yep, befriend the kitchen staff, and you're set. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, I did, that's just a side thing. But when it was done, I closed. I thought I was just supposed to close the door. And that was it. So I closed the door to the museum. And I was like, oh, wait. they uh, I forgot they were supposed to lock it on the other side. I better make sure this locked. And so I reached for the handle expecting it to be locked. And I opened the door immediately back up after I closed it. Well, shocking. They have um, very, very good security. And the alarm had already set. So I opened the door to the art museum. And it set off the alarm. Giant blaring siren the loudest siren i've ever heard so that isn't just like the door alarm you set off the alarm for the entire portland art museum uh i set it off for the entire floor for that entire floor the entire fourth floor of the art museum yeah yep yep i mean it's extremely well monitored and so i i open this thing and the alarm just starts blaring and i look in there i mean it's just it's like face of horror that I had of like oh no because I can't turn it off I don't have that power to turn it off only a couple people can turn that off because that's why it's such an immaculate alarm system and I look in there into the other room there's all these people having their very nice dinner the oh very the most important patrons of the museum the ones that keep the museum like that going they keep, keep it, it alive they're the blood coursing through the Portland Art the Museum's veins the most important people my God, Greg. Sitting in the room right next to me, and then they hear this alarm go off. They don't know what's going on because it's really loud, and it's terrifying because that's what it's supposed to be. And so these people are standing up, and they're like, uh, what's going on? Like, they look all concerned, as you should. And so I had to go in there and be like, I'm oh, sorry, guys. That was me. There's nothing wrong. Uh, I've caught someone. They're going to get it turned off. Um, it is, please oh, just go. My God. How many people were in there? Your dinner? Oh, I don't know. 30 to 40. Oh, God. Yeah. 30 to 40 of the most important people. And then me standing there. Uh, uh. And so I had to stand by the door and then, you know, I call security and they, they have to send somebody up to physically turn it off because they have to investigate it and see what went on. The investigation lasted of, yes, I'm, I'm sorry. That was dumb. I wasn't trying to steal anything, and uh, but I, but it probably went off for I'm, I'm not kidding like five to ten minutes. This this loud blaring alarm went off during this entire time, and then of course I go downstairs and I'm I'm telling you I'm like yeah I accidentally set it off the alarm. They're like oh that was you yeah we heard all that because the word spreads real quick when alarm goes off it's a big deal. So the entire staff of the museum now knows that I set off the alarm during the 
trusty media. I felt pretty amazing. I felt pretty great about myself. Uh, no, I did not get. I'm not. I'm not going to get fired for it, but I will probably be made fun of for it for quite a long time. I will not live that down. Most likely, I feel better. <sighs> yeah. Oh, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it was. I told three different people because I'm like, well, I just got to tell them so they know it was an accident. And because and then they're like, oh, that was you. That was you. That was you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That was me. Good old Greg Nibbler. Yep. I was just checking to make sure it was locked. It wasn't locked. Alarm went off, though. (sighs) So there. There you go. There's something to make you feel better about yourself. That's all right. I had people actually questioning if I was, in fact, uh, mildly mentally challenged yesterday after our show. Oh, well. Do you think I meant... I would have probably realized it by now, right? Yeah, would anyone tell you, though? Probably. Like, the university that I graduated from with a 3.6 would have told me. Well, it's Washington. <gasps> oh, don't you even <laughs> fucking dare. No, Sarah, if you're asking for correction, <laughs> I do not believe you It did you throw are... me off a little. I've got to say, you know, even though we, we do seem like you know, talking robots sometimes, that one got under my skin a little. Oh, uh, we have feel We have Feelers. We have, we have feelers. You know, that's part of being in media. No, because someone, because this guy, I won't say your name, I won't publicly shame you, but you're a dick. Just kidding, you're okay. Um, said, I don't use the R word a lot, but I'm starting to believe that Sarah's retarded. Yeah. Oh, it happens. There's a, <laughs> it doesn't take much. I mean, I, I, I take that back. It takes a lot to, for something like that to get under my skin if somebody does say something. It'll happen every now and then. There, there are people that know how to get to it that hurt my feelers. <laughs> Stop saying feelers, Greg. Feelers, I know. I, no, I just, you said I that like way too many it. times. I just, just wanted to say it now. <laughs> I know. It's so awkward. It's uncomfortable even when I say it, but I wanted to do it. All right. But let's you know, do a little bit. Wait, of- just real quick. Real quick. So just because I didn't know that Baja California was in Mexico, that doesn't make me slow, right? Slower? Slowish? It does, doesn't it? That's why I'm not going to answer that question. That is so no. mean. No. No. You're fine. You can listen to yesterday's episode. No, one of our, our Mexican friends and listeners, Miguel actually commented on the post yesterday and it's like it's alright Sarah most Mexicans don't know that Baja California is in Mexico either <laughs> so I feel I feel okay alright I'm Greg Nibbler uh, let's talk balls balls oh after ball talk though I do want to bring up something because no I'm so excited I got another no I got an, I have another client I think I'm going to have to set up a website for this. All right. Uh, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. A few things going on in ball talk today. Before we get to World Cup stuff, we'll say this. The NBA draft is today. Oh. The NBA draft. Big day. Probably the Portland Trailblazers aren't doing anything, but sometimes there's big trades on this day. Who knows? We'll see what happens. That's about it. Moving on. Um, all right. We'll, we'll just go straight to some World Cup stuff. It's, it does seem to be the talk of the town. It is the talk of the town because of the fact that the United States of America is officially moving on to the next round of the World Cup. They made it out of the first round by losing. <laughs> they, they lost today. That makes to no Germany. sense to me, but okay. Well, so it's basically... Can you explain it to, like, explain it to me in, like, the basic terms? How did... USA okay. lose today, but move forward. Okay. That's all I want to Ignore know. the rest of the World Cup because uh, you're only competing in groups. So basically, We're the, the US, group of death. Uh, yeah, that was the nickname for it. Mm-hmm. Group G, a group of four teams. It was Germany, 
Portugal, Ghana, and the United States. Now, out of those four, they each play each other once, and then two teams move on to the next round, two teams go home. The way it works is, if you win a game, you get three points. If you tie a game, you get one point. If you lose, you get zero points. So presumably, like if a team beat the other three, they'd have nine points, and they would move on to the next round. Okay. Uh, but the way it worked out this time, uh, Germany, I believe they, they had like six. Germany was, they, they were going. Germany went. Uh, but the U.S., preferably they would want to draw or beat Germany to give themselves a secure chance. They lost. So they got zero points from this game today. However, Portugal and Ghana also played. And because Portugal won, they tied the U.S. in points. And it went to a tiebreaker between the U.S. and Portugal. And that's when it comes down to goals, So U.S. Right? and Portugal each had four points. Then the, the next thing is the goal differential. Whoever scored the most goals during their three games, that's who wins the tiebreaker. U.S. scored more. So U.S. moved on. Portugal goes home. Now, if Ghana had won, it would have been bad because Ghana had scored a lot more. Uh, Ghana could have beaten the U.S. Okay. Portugal would have had to score. So like, thanks to Portugal, that's why we're moving yeah, forward. Yeah, Portugal would have had to score like five goals in order to beat the U.S. But they scored just enough to knock off Ghana, and in large parts to pretty boy Ronaldo. So Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, is the one who uh, gave Portugal their 2-1 to one win over Ghana, with, thereby sending the U.S. into the next round. Okay. So really, it's Ronaldo who did it for us. Thanks, Ronaldo. You're yes. hot. <laughs> yeah, well, with that... So one more thing for Ronaldo. He's the World Soccer Player of the Year. Ladies love him. He has a hot girlfriend. I did make fun of the fact uh, that I was like hoping, you know, that maybe he was just an asshole. He's not. He donates money to charity and helps kids with cancer. Also, he is apparently a singer. This I did not know. Ronaldo has a song. What do you mean he has a song? He has a song out. Now, it's in Portuguese. Do you want to hear a little bit of what the song is? Wait, is this is? him singing? This is Christian, Cristiano Ronaldo singing. All right, let's hear if he is, if he can do it. It's called Amor Mio, My Love. Amor Mio, it's not the worst thing ever, but not the best. There it is. That is that is Ronaldo singing. Does that All right, change so he can sing. I mean, he's not like he's not a crooner, by any. He's not. He's no NKOTB, but I mean. <laughs> Well, that is Ronaldo. So, thanks to thank you, Ronaldo, for sending the U.S. into the thank next round. Thank you, Ronaldo. Um, no word. Up, well, we don't know who they're going to play yet because it's, it, it'll be either Belgium, most like most likely it'll be Belgium, but uh, we'll find out by the end of this day. Of course, Belgium and Algeria. Hashtag Greg the Human did make a prediction yesterday saying that Algeria would win. So I'll, I'll have to double check the scores on that one to see. Okay, where we'll have to see. All right, uh, moving on to ball talk. Update on Chewy Louie. See the bitey guy. Yes, he is. Okay, Luis Suarez. Of Uruguay, who of course bit an Italian in their match. The third time he's bitten someone in his career. That is so weird. Uh, after after researching him, it seems like 
and this is before even this bite, the world pretty much hates this guy. The world of soccer hates Luis Suarez, but I guess he's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is, though, going to not be playing so much uh, coming going forward. So the uh, FIFA, the international body that governs World Cup and all international soccer, has laid down a nine international match ban for him. He's basically banned from all football activity for four months, which includes his regular job playing in the Premier League. He's banned for four months from playing soccer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, when you bite someone... Yeah, don't bite people. Old Chewy Louie. Chewy Louie. Chewy Louie. Chewy Louie banned for four months from playing. So there we go. No more no more Chewy Louie. And I actually did want to watch the next match they were going to be in just to see if he bit somebody. I you wanted want, to make a bet, didn't I you? I wanted to, to make a make bet, yeah. That mm-hmm. 175 to 1 odds. There is a, there is an interesting article that did uh, that did come out that has to do with that, with him biting and how often he has bitten people. And uh, one of our listeners actually sent this in to me. Uh, let me let me get this pulled up here. Apologies, my. You better be. I want to blame. I want to blame the computer. It's not the computer's fault. It's, it's just. Fault. It's a Greg fault. It's a Greg fault uh, for not having this up because I, I probably should have. Um, just this is called professionalism. This is called. Oh, there we go. It's from Joe. Who I believe is in the chat under a different name. Uh, sent me an article here about. Luis Suarez. They did. A, they did a little bit of an analysis on how likely you are to be bit by Luis Suarez. Apparently, if you play soccer, you have a one in two thousand chance, which is more than being bitten by a shark. Uh, uh, you have more of a chance to be bitten by Luis Suarez than to be bit by a shark. You have a one in three point seven million chance of being bitten by a shark. One in two thousand of being bitten by Luis Suarez. So they based it on the fact of how many matches he's played and versus how many players are in those matches and the fact that he's bitten three of them over his games. It gave a 1 in 2,000 chance of being bitten by him when you play in a match. That's pretty funny. (laughs) So there we go. Um, Moving on to ball talk. A couple of extra things. I was going to make fun of Ann Coulter. She put out a very ridiculous article. She is just a horrible woman. Ann, oh, yeah. Ann Coulter is an awful person. No, she's horrible. Let's not even pay her any attention. All right. Yeah, she put in put out her opinions on soccer, and mm-hmm. it is, well, just as enraging as you would possibly think. Yep. Moving on to ball talk, though. Here's something that's actually kind of cool, and it means we get to see another round of this guy. If you've been watching the U.S. teams, uh, the, U- the U.S. matches, you've noticed somebody who makes a lot of screen time, and is this guy in the audience who is dressed up like Teddy Roosevelt. Well... <laughs> it's no accident. The guy's real name is Mike D'Amico, and he works for an advertising agency in, Port- or in, in, in the United States. But he goes by the name Teddy Golsevelt. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> it still makes me laugh. And he dresses up Teddy like Teddy Roosevelt, like the Rough Riders Teddy Roosevelt, and uh, goes to all the matches. He said that uh, people are excited. He said, uh, talking about his... Um, Outfit. It shows that people are excited about uh, about the U.S. They're excited about U.S. soccer. They're excited to take a picture with a presidential icon, and it just makes me excited <laughs> to go to the next match and keep this going. So the guy has become kind of like the mascot. He's getting a lot of attention, and it is pretty funny. Teddy Golzevelt. Well, so much so Teddy Golzevelt that there was an event that I believe this happened uh, last night or possibly the night before. Where the president of the U.S. Soccer Association was having kind of a rally in Brazil. So it was just at a bar with a bunch of fans. And 
they brought out Teddy Golsevelt <laughs> to help rally the crowd. He was there at the event. And on top of that, they were to, the president of U.S. Soccer talked about how they um, were petitioning to get a replacement player for Josie Altador. I think I said his name right. The U.S. player okay. who's hurt. He's injured, so he can't play right now. All right. And they made a joke about how that they have a possible replacement lined up for him. And then they brought out on stage with Teddy Roosevelt and the president of U.S. Soccer, Will Ferrell. <laughs> Will Ferrell came out. They announced him as being the replacement player. It was pretty funny. I like how now you've just incorporated Teddy Golsevelt Teddy into, your, into your lexicon. <laughs> and good for him for like figuring out a costume that works for him. And now he's on stage with what with Will Ferrell. Yeah, and getting na- like not national, worldwide, worldwide attention. Yeah. And uh, here is part of Will Ferrell talking to the crowd where he's announcing that he is going to be the replacement player. Oh, that's awesome. It goes on. It's a it's a about three minute long video. It's kind of cool. Will Ferrell saying he will bite every German. Teddy Golsevelt gets mm-hmm. to go on to the next <laughs> round. The US will be playing either well, probably Belgium, but we don't know for sure yet. Belgium and Korea are tied at halftime right now. In their match. Alright, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, sorry. I was saying I did get another client for my burgeoning career. Oh God! All right, what what? As a dog is song this? singer. Oh man, really? People are actually encouraging you with this. Well, the last one got a got a pretty good review. Of course, I I did say that this possibly could be my new business. I do need to set up my website at squarespace.com, and that is for the songs that uh, I believe need to be sung from the voice of people's dogs. This is a very special thing. That Should I we give a little snippet of your last one? Sure. Well, hello there, everybody. How you doing today? I'd like to tell you about myself. My name is Ray Ray. I'm a dog you can see, but not a Labapoodle. I'm a mixed up version they call a Labradoodle. I really like bass, Greg. I'm a mixed up version they call a Labradoodle. It's all about the harmonizing, Sarah. Kind of hypoallergenic, fluffy with some curls. I like running around and chasing the squirrels. I enjoy sniffing things and rolling around in the grass. I live out in boring Oregon, which doesn't suck ass. I hang out with my docks and pals, Lola and Roxy, and this cool chick, Kathleen. She's got a lot of moxie. Then there's my buddy John, missing when he's gone. But he loves to clean up after I poop in the lawn. Man, I have a great life, it's so much fun. Sometimes I'm so excited I just have to run Well it's time for some dinner And maybe a nap I think I'll go and try and jump Into John's lap But before I head out I just gotta say It's been really nice sniffing you today And if you're ever in the neighborhood And you wanna play Just come on over And yell hey Ray Ray 
That was the song for John and Boring. Ray, Ray, by the way, the line, I want to jump in John's lap, that was kind of disturbing to sing. Yeah, it's well, kind of you're the one who here. wrote it. Yeah. But it was for it was for his dog. And this could be my new business. That was $25. We've got another song. I've got another client. David in the chat has donated $25 for a song about his dog, Ilsa. But he wants it in the vein of a band, and so that's going to be a little bit tougher. Ooh, okay. Erasure. Oh, I love Erasure. Yeah. So he wants it in the vein of that. So that that's, is going to be awesome. That's gonna that's gonna take a little bit of work. We'll see what you I should can find come up an with. instrumental track for uh, a little respect. Yeah, I think, and do it along with that one. I think that's what I'm gonna have to do. Okay, I think that's what I'm gonna have to do. So uh, it goes by uh, Astro Boy in the chat, mm-hmm. and I will see what I can come up with. But this is another reason, though. I think if this keeps working, I'm gonna have to set up a separate section of my website. Okay. For this. Well, I did just uh, get another dog painting, so I can ask see? him if if he wants to have a song to accompany it for an extra twenty five dollars. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. We're all about the dogs here. Sarah's got her website, sarahxdillon.com, courtesy of squarespace.com. Yes. Where you can, uh, she will do a That's dog portrait That's how I just got training. that, by the way. But at the, the bar that I worked at, um, somebody had actually asked me, because we're Facebook friends, and somebody had come in, and he's just like, hey, I've heard that you do dog paintings. Can you show them to me? I'm like, why, yes, I can. And I pulled out my phone, went to sarahxdillon.com, clicked on it, and just automatically sets to a mobile link, and it just looks awesome. It is so nice. Yeah. So yeah, the, it, like mobile screen, like nothing's wonky. Everything's fit perfectly on it. Nope. You only have to do it once. You don't have to create a separate mobile site. They do that all for you. It is, it's really fantastic. Squarespace.com for whatever you need for a website, be it personal, your business, whatever. By the way, once again, I highly encourage all restaurants to get a website and update them because that's frustrating when web, when restaurants don't. Mm-hmm. And it's so inexpensive. And it can be even more inexpensive by using the offer code Fun Employment. Yeah. When you check out, you get 10% off. Use the offer code Fun Employment. Get yourself a website today. Squarespace.com. Amen, Greg. Yes, indeed. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503 575 9120. You guys are fantastic. Now I'm worried about telling that, <laughs> that piece You're of story. fine. What? All you did was say that something happened, which everybody knows because now you're that guy who set off the alarm. I'm that guy. You are that guy. I am that guy. Way to make a name for myself. Wow. You're doing real good. Uh, uh, follow us on Twitter, at FunAmp Radio. Why not? Follow us on Facebook, where we are, Fun Employment Radio, and all of these things. Uh, download the show on iTunes. Leave a review if you would like. Just don't call us fat or retarded. And... <laughs> <laughs> All right, no play anything today, but there will be guys and balls coming up at 7.30 p.m. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.